welcome to the Meeting Your Soul podcast. I'm Fair, your host, and this is my lovely niece, Kehlani, and she is joining us today to talk about communication, how to like really share your feelings and your thoughts, and to be able to even identify some of the obstacles that really hinder us from being truly authentic or even being able to state what's on our mind, which I think can be kind of intimidating sometimes. So, yes, join us and I am... I'm really excited to have this conversation. So thanks for coming. Of course. I know. Um, I haven't been doing this recently, but I do feel the need just because I do know your full chart. Um, what's your astrology? What's your big three on astrology? I'm a Pisces, Sun, a Virgo, Moon, and a Gemini rising. Mm, I love this combination, which is also two of your ruling planets are Mercury. So um, your Virgo and um, Gemini are both ruled by Mercury, which is the planet of communication. So it's definitely something that I could see being very, but then you have the elusive Pisces that's slightly in her dream world. So a little bit of all three. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so when we talked about this, we originally said, Kaylani doesn't remember this, but this is true. <laughs> she was like, let this be the topic of our podcast. I was like, okay. Um, how will someone know if you don't tell them? And I think this comes up a lot because I think there's a lot of things that we hold within or we assume people know or we like are too afraid to share. And I'm just curious, what comes to mind when you hear that phrase? Um, like your problems or like <clears throat> mm. if you're in an uncomfortable state, how will either if it's a person that's creating that or anything, how will they know that that's like something that's bothering you if you don't mm -hmm. mention it? So when it comes to your mind, you're thinking more of like conflict, like when something isn't going well, how do you like communicate that or sh share that you're feeling bothered? Yeah. How do you typically approach this within your life? I don't. <laughs> or at least I don't feel like, like... Our dog. My dog is here too. Yes, keep going. Um, I mean, I do, but it depends on who or when or what the situation is but mm -hmm. most of the time I will just go silent or like I'll go to a state of myself um kind of you retreat when you feel uncomfortable if you will yeah okay and so and you said it depends on the situation so are there situations where you feel more comfortable or so inclined to share kind of what you're going through or people that you're truly unfiltered around yeah I think it it would have to be like my closest like family or like friends like if i've known you like my whole life then i'm more comfortable with like telling you how i feel or like mm -hmm. what the situation is but if it's just like friends that we've been only friends for like so many years or whatever then I'm not going to have, like, that urge or that feeling where I need to, like, be up front. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like, obviously, people that you trust, that you've known, that you have, like, a long history with mm -hmm. are people that probably see all sides of you and, like, know, like, truly what's going on in your head versus someone that maybe you've known for a couple years but are not as tight with. It's probably not going to be, they're not going to be filled in with all the tea to know what's going on with you. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> My dog is literally on her back rolling around on the ground like a little crazed. Which she's normally super mellow. I have no idea what's going on with her right now. But it's because I'm here. Yeah, it is. She loves me a lot. She's like, pay attention to me. Um, but so... But then I guess, is there like... So you said like, okay, close friends and family. And so has there been people that have bridged that gap? Like at what point would a friend then become a little bit more involved or maybe like filled in on what's going on with you? Um, I feel like for me, it's more of like when we've been friends for X amount of time. And that's like, there's like when you become friends with somebody and this is like, 
when you guys are first starting to hang out and then that's where like you feel like okay i can trust this person or i can mm. tell this person like everything and then after a period of time like there's things that either go wrong or like you see like another side of them it's almost like when you're in a relationship and they're like yeah. give it like three to six months and you see how a person really is yeah. i think like in the beginning stage is where i'm like okay i can probably like trust you and tell you all these things but um yeah it's either like that or like with the significant other yeah so for you it's more of like this idea of building trust right and like establishing that you can like tell them things that they'll respect your opinions and like ultimately that they care right like i think that that's a large part of it and that they're going to want to work it out or they're, they they want to listen to what you're going through and what you're feeling and then like and they're supportive of whatever that is i feel like yeah and like as time goes by i feel like that that's why i mentioned like the beginning stage because after so much time that like kind of like goes away mm. like mm -hmm. that trust or like that they actually like truly care mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. yeah yeah. And like, is there things for you that you feel like have maybe galvanized that relationship or like, is it overcoming, like having a conflict, talking through it and being able to move past it? Or is it really just establishing trust and being able to know that, you know, they're not going to be like spreading your business all around or like what for you kind of, um, solidifies that, um, type of relationship within your life? Other than pure time, which it sounds like that's a big part of it, too. Um, I don't know. Like, the them sharing and being open with you. So it's, mm. like, almost like a mutual thing. So it's, like, okay, you tell me something that, like, you might have not told anyone else. Okay, then I'm going to tell you a little something that I've never, like, told yeah. anyone else. So, like, the mutual it's like mutual trust yeah it's a two-way street like it's there's definitely they're sharing things you're sharing things it's um kind of finding that um open dialogue and then kind of over time um letting it bloom as it naturally does yeah like well and you are in somewhat of a new relationship i wouldn't say new new but like in the last six seven months so like how has that process been for you too in which way <laughs> like establishing like trust and rapport and like being more vulnerable with each other oh that definitely in my relationship that like i don't know i feel like that <laughs> um that was def definitely built but for me like when i like somebody I'm kind of just like straight to it like I don't know I'm just a lover girl you could say um and for me like within trusting you because before in previous relationships I was not like I didn't trust you mm. based off what I've experienced in the past yeah in my like very first relationship and mm -hmm. so with this one um i felt like i didn't have that like guard up mm, and so mm -hmm. for me um i don't know it was kind of just like an easy thing i like was able to ask things and then there's things that i just didn't ask about because i didn't like feel like that was really important to know mm -hmm. um and yeah i don't want to speak on like his behalf yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out keith if you're listening <laughs> we're, so, we're diving in but um no but i think we can only really speak to our own experience right and so it sounds like for you there was kind of almost an instant connection which was like first and foremost and then there was this kind of like kind of unfolding that naturally occurred over time where you were able to be more yourself but then also like it sounds like you were pretty comfortable and like willing to be all of you from the very yeah from the, from the very day we hung out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. day one 
Um, but like I and I'm so I'm curious, how does this differ from friendships versus relationships? Like why is there a different approach for you? Is there a different thought pattern or even just like perspective when you're approaching a friendship versus establishing a relationship with someone? Like why not just be super open with a friend as well? I don't know. There's just there's something at least for me, there's something about those two relationships where I'm always more open um, and like more comfortable in a relationship just because mm. that like that's a different part that person gets to see of you yeah and so um, with friends like I've had friends come and go to where yeah. unless like I have known you since birth that I probably won't be that open with or just trustworthy with Mm -hmm. is it just like a gender thing because like in my mind I like would feel more comfortable around like a girlfriend that I'm getting to know versus like a guy I'm getting to know like it would be the opposite for me so that's why I was just wondering that is funny though that you say that because I I've always kind of said this before being that I am the only girl growing up with just Mm. boys Mm -hmm. um I think it is like that because even now like I have more guy friends than I do have female friends and it's just like how I grew up like I'm Mm -hmm. I'm close with my own brothers and so it's something like I don't know I've always been able to um just like not compare but like the problems like like the typical like female problems like I can't I can't have a conversation about that I with another I yeah relate. like I can't with a female friend like I yeah. can't have those kind of conversations really yeah I, yeah I just never really truly have mm-hmm. so unless it's someone that you've known for like most of your life because like, it's like yeah, really, yeah, yeah. yeah so then it's like these are it's not just a friendship it's like a family it's like truly family right yeah yeah Thank you for sharing that. I was just kind of curious, kind of what you're like, oh no, but like if I'm in a relationship or a new guy, like I'm very open. And I was like, oh, this is interesting because then <laughs> it's like, because like I, well, and personally, like I have certain girl, but I think also it's the vibes, right? Like I think either way, like when you connect with someone, if it's male or female, and there's just kind of this instant kind of like, camaraderie like of knowing like that person has your truths and best intentions in mind and I think for sometimes especially as a female like meeting a guy like if you're interested like obviously they're going to be like have your like best like you would hope that they're gonna like treat you with respect and that they're going to like obviously like be um you know aware of what they're sharing and not like spreading your business around and all that kind of stuff but then and so, but I, and I haven't had like a negative experience. Have you had a negative experience with a girl that we felt like you like really opened up with and then it kind of backfired or even with a guy? I'm just curious. Um, backfire? I don't think so. Yeah. Or even like a friendship where you like shared something and you're like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't have shared that with them. Yeah. Um, I mean, actually, multiple are like, well, they're sisters, but yeah, um, yeah, there's definitely something that I told them, and then, well, not the same time, but have shared with them, and then stopped being friends with them. Mm-hmm. I knew it, like, it wouldn't like be shared by them to anybody or anything, or like anything mm-hmm. that would like people will find out about me it won't be a problem or anything but yeah um it was like the same year that I then stopped being friends with them Mm -hmm. and so yeah that's why like I even I've like with family like I've never really liked sharing certain things just because Mm -hmm. not that I can't like trust you but it's almost like that's just something that I can keep to myself like you really don't need to know (laughs) need to know basis (laughs) yeah but and then is that just because is there fear associated with that like do you feel like there will be judgment or is it more of just like 
you don't really need to have the conversation. Um, both, but more leaning to like, it's not really needed. Um, I feel like in certain, in certain situations, um, like the whole judgment part, <laughs> it, it kind of goes towards like a certain sign that I feel like always says this, but, um, they'll kind of like make it as if like, why, like that was like a bad thing that you did. Like, mm. why'd you do that? Or like, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like a criticism that comes yes. off critical. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that that's, at least like for me, like that's like very much a key part of establishing trust and rapport within any type of relationship is that if I catch the vibe that I feel like someone's judging me or is like going to like hold this against me or hold this over my head, it's a hard no for me. I'm like, mm, I yeah. just won't tell you anything. Like I literally just won't share anything with you because if that's like, if I share these things and like, this is like how you're treating me afterwards, no matter how, like, no matter what our relationship was before or whatever's happened, like, I just can't because like, that makes me feel unsafe. Like I feel unsafe to share myself with you when that's the case. Yeah. And I think that goes for a lot of people. I think that a lot of people would agree with that. I think that that's across the board, but then, so what for you, like really establishes like a, str like a strong connection or a trust or even just like um kind of like an open dialogue like where you would feel really truly com comfortable to be yourself um like within like a situation or a person mm, both or either whatever way you want to answer that um I don't know. That's kind of like, I feel like I'm kind of battling that now. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, there's people that I like have no problem with sharing anything like you. Yeah. Mm. Um, but there's something about the possibility of things possibly getting shared, mm. which... Mm -hmm tends to happen with like within family or if Women like, if, like it's like the gossip like I don't want to be a part of the gossip though yeah yeah mm -hmm. and I think that's why I can be more open with guys because rarely do I know guys who gossip it's so true because guys don't they're not gonna like go tell one of their other guy friends about something you've shared with them it's like they could care a lot like they're that's just like not the topic of conversation well then sometimes it can feel like with women that that's kind of like the hot like the hot thing that they're gonna go and share and I think find this kind of fascinating because there is this like aspect of me that it's like I want to share the good stuff. Like why sometimes as women do we sh gossip about negative things that are going on in someone's life versus like, did you hear that they're like fucking winning or they, <laughs> they just did something great or they just got a promotion or like these things. Like why do people share the negative stuff and the drama, if you will, instead of the things that are going well within someone's life? Like why can't that be the hot topic? Yeah. I think it has to do with like not hyping them up or putting them above ourselves that's mm -hmm. why like that yeah. is why you gossip about negative things it's almost like both like the news where you see more things about like negative things going on mm -hmm. in the world more than like, mm -hmm. the good it's almost yeah. like to like scare you yeah like not bring positive energy i know well and it's definitely it's it's a buzzkill like i feel like it's definitely something like at least for me like i think of like the four agreements which is like one of my favorite books but it was like oh, speak yeah. with an integrity you know and like so much of it is like to yourself but also about other people and it's like removing gossip and like like eliminating from that from your life is such like a shift because I think in our culture, it's so commonplace. But then once you remove that, it's like, well, then if you don't have that to talk about, then what are you talking about? 
And like, even just having that perspective change has been a huge, I think beneficial thing for my life, but it's like, I want to hear about what's I like. And that's also like what I ask about, like, what's going well for you? Like, what are your dreams? What are your hopes? How are you achieving them? Like, how can I be a part of that? How can I support you? Cause like, that's what I think. Also, I think it's easy to focus on negative things like you were talking mm -hmm. about with the news. And it's something even like within our minds, they're designed to focus on negative things because it's supposed to keep us safe. But then I think that there's this idea that if that's all we think about and talk about, then like we're actually just perpetuating that more and more within our um, daily experience. So what like would you say that there... This is like so funny. I didn't know this is where this was going to turn, but I do think that this is an important topic to like um, touch on because I think gossip and just like talking shit is just such a common thing, but is so toxic. Like, what do you, what do you think about this? What gossip? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, um, and it kind of goes with like our family and everything. Like yeah. if someone's like, oh, did you hear about this? Or like, have you talked to this person or whatever? Yeah. I'll just be like, it's none of my business. Like if it's none of my business, <laughs> I don't want to know. If it's not about me, I don't want to know. Like yeah. I just stay out of it. Well, and I think that that's, we're, I think very similar in that. So that we're both like, ah, uh, lean back, lean back, like engage if you like everyone else can engage and no judgment to that because I think that that's how people connect but I think there is this like yeah the it's rumor how people connect it's how people connect but that's why I'm like why why does that need to be the topic of conversation why can't it be something that's positive that's yeah. like in in like um empowering or encouraging but I think that it's I think it's habit I think a lot of people just lean into it because that's just like what's common to them what's been like the case for them yeah and, like, that's just, like, easier, almost. And, again, like, you know, it's, like, a hot thing to be able to share. Like, when you have a secret to yeah. be able to share it. But it's, like, for me, I don't like... It makes me feel bad sharing it. And maybe I also have, like, a wound. Because, like, I got gossiped about a lot in high school. Like, I was... Mm. Uh, which might have been a little while sometimes. <laughs> but I got gossiped about all the time. And I felt like that was always, like... There was always something circulating about me and half of it wasn't true. But then I think for me, like I'm super sensitive to that because I felt like there was a lot of things that got shared about me that weren't real. So for me, I don't want to necessarily do that for someone else because yeah. then it's like I'm doing the same thing that I didn't want done to me. Like treat others how you want to be treated. Yeah, I think that like I've never been like a gossiping type anyways. Um and I'm also very big on, like, I don't even, I, I'm, like, very, not anxious to, like, what people say or anything, but, like, when it comes to even just, like, a big portion of people just, like, looking at me, I mm. get into this, like, anxious state. And so, like, that's with, like, people talking about you, too. Like, I would not want anybody to talk about me at all. And not that, like, it would, like, bother me like I don't care what people say but it's just like I like I literally stayed in myself I I'm just like in my own zone like I don't need my name out there yeah you're like I don't need take my name out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like I think doing those things but then also it's like this idea of being seen and that is like where I'm really like trying to get more comfortable right now and like we've talked about this um quite a bit but it's like but then like sometimes making waves and like putting yourself out there is like exactly where you're meant to be and then it's like how do you how are you comfortable or how do you almost accept kind of like that there's going to be different opinions or different perspectives on you like, is that something that you think about, that you consciously think about? Or is it kind of like, don't ask, don't tell kind of thing? Mm, a little bit of both. I feel like just because with social media, mm -hmm. that, and where I want to be, um, that, like, that's going to eventually have to happen anyways. Like, I don't really want to be, like, this like hidden figure that's just like yeah. doing my own Shadows. thing but I do um 
I don't know, like, I want my face obviously out there, but, like, also, like, you kind of have to, like, make up your own story, like, who mm. I am. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like, you all know the real me, or, like, the 100% of Kaylani. Yeah. It's, like, staying more mysterious, so then people can kind of fill in the gaps yeah. where they see. And, like, from the little bits and pieces that they get to know. And I think the part with social media, too, is, like, we're able to curate what people do see you know and like how people are like taking that in because we're controlling what gets you know delivered or what's put out there yeah i know we went on a little bit of a tangent there but i was just <laughs> thinking about i was like i'm just curious because like i think that that's one of the things it's like i now know at this point in my life like i i'm okay with making waves i'm i'm trying to be more open and more willing to just like say my truth and it's kind of like if it rubs you the wrong way or if it's perceived in a negative light, like I'm trying to relinquish the control over how that is the reaction, I guess. Cause then I'm like, if it's my truth, if I know that it's like something that I want to share and that I feel truly authentic with, then like, that's like, I'm just going to have to own that and whatever reaction I get from it. Um, I want to work on how I react to conflict or just, something that is said like kind of like stand up for myself in mm -hmm. like a way where we're not like debating or um like in a fighting type of way but just like let it be known how I feel about yeah. what maybe you just said mm -hmm. instead of just holding that in yeah because I tend to just um just go silent after like something is said to me mm -hmm. that I don't like appreciate or didn't like yeah. the way it came out or whatever. So, mm -hmm. so if some someone says something that hurts you or maybe offends you, even it's kind of like you'll just retreat or even just slightly like remove yourself from the situation versus calling it out and like addressing it. Yeah. Are you someone that holds on to that though? Like, do you think about it afterwards or do you let it go? I'm, de I'm definitely the person who, like, will hold on to it. And I've always been the, like, I will forgive, but I won't forget type mm. of person. Mm -hmm. um, and there are situations where if it is resolved, mm -hmm. then, like, I'll forget about it. But, like, you kind of have to be the person to say sorry. I, know, I, was, like, <laughs> I was like, how will it be resolved if no one ever talks about it? <laughs> like, I, I don't like to bring um bring up a situation or anything that like happened a day ago and it's a new day like I'm not that type but like if you do then maybe I'll express like yeah I didn't yeah. like what you said that, like yeah. that but um so if someone brings it up to you it's like you're okay with like kind yeah of broaching the topic but you're not gonna necessarily go out of your way to like start to spark that yeah, because I feel like for me, then if I do that, then I should have then said what I wanted to say when it happened. Yeah. So. But I think it's really hard for a lot of people in the moment to be able to articulate their feelings because they're not really sure or clear on how they even feel about it yet. Yeah, or like how they want to say it. For me, like, <laughs> I can, I may not say it, but, like, I can write it out to you. I can type it, mm -hmm. but, like, for it to verbally come out, it's kind of hard for me. Really? Yeah. yeah. But that's, like, good to know, though. And a lot of people, like, there's so many studies that people will, like, especially forgiveness or, like, there's, like, some type of conflict to write out your feelings and, like, write them a letter is actually, like, very much suggested by a lot of therapists and, like, a way to, like, have those conversations because it's intimidating and also... There's, like, I think for empaths or people that are more sensitive to energy, it's, like, once you start that conversation, not really knowing how that person's going to, like, show up is, like, also a little bit intimidating as well. But it sounds like for you, like, you are willing to have the conversation and then kind of, but be in kind of control of how it's communicated and how it's shared. And also the other person's definitely got to be the one to make that first move. Mm -hmm. I is there been a time where you have stood up for yourself and or like have stated it in the moment yeah that's like my feisty side <laughs> um, <laughs> we're all a little feisty we're all a little bit feisty yeah no there's definitely times that I will stand up for myself um especially if it's something it's like 
if it's something that I have no like wrongdoing in mm-hmm. or if it, like was it my fault for something then I would definitely say it for myself but then the times that I do um kind of just like hold back is something that okay yeah like and then the day like you're right like mm-hmm. it's it is my fault for something or I should have said said something within a certain time period or whatever the case may be like I'll it's it's almost like I'm being quiet because I don't want to say you're right oh so it's more of like like it's almost like when you're in the wrong that you feel like you don't want to necessarily have the conversation yeah don't we all? I don't, I don't think anybody's like, I don't necessarily, who's stoked about being like, I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. It was a terrible idea. But um, but then I think that there's so much power that comes from it too, though, to be able to like kind of, to be able to breach a conversation with someone and to move through something. I think that that's actually how you create a stronger bond with the people around you. Because like, once you make it to the other side of that, it's almost like you teach each other that you can get through something like that together, especially within relationships with like a partner, but then also within friendships and everything. Um, I think that that's an important piece. How do you, like you said you would like to write it, like do you think that you could write it to someone or even like have the conversation later and be able to communicate in that form? Yeah, I think with i don't know like with it depends on like how much time has mm-hmm. went past um with like if it was a fight between like me and keith and i didn't say something and i'm like like you said with being an empath like i am big on the energy so how like it was how it came out then that's what's gonna like put me in the show but yeah. um I feel like with that, like, I, and I actually have, like, <laughs> written a letter before yeah. um, expressing how I felt just because I didn't, not necessarily, like, know how to say mm-hmm. it, but I don't know, like, I feel like when when you can think about what you want to say first or, like, be able mm-hmm. to reread it instead of just, like, saying it, then yeah. it's, it comes out better. Yeah. Um, it's more thoughtful. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but with maybe like a friend or something, I really would have to genuinely care mm. or have cared about you to then maybe write you a message explaining why like I haven't talked to you for X yeah. amount of time. So for you, it's likely comes up or like kind of comes into fruition as in you just remove yourself. You're kind of like tiptoed, you're lean out and you're like deuces. And then if, if there was like something that if a friendship really meant something or was like really important to you or something, someone you felt like you really couldn't live without, then it might be like, okay, like let's work through it and let's talk about this because like, I want to make sure our friendship survives. Which there's, there's the friends that like time can go on. And Mm -hmm. then once you do have that um feeling like oh I want to reconnect or if they like connected with you or reached out to you then it's almost like okay like that was a good amount of time like I can now like share to you or Mm. talk to you Mm -hmm. um but I feel like it has it depends on what the case was like what happened to to even get into that (laughs) that space well and it's also like do you even want to like if, depending on what occurred, it also could be like, do I really even want to continue being friends with you? Or is this like a sign or a signal that this friendship isn't really panning out the way either of us did? And like to just kind of peacefully part ways might be the best option. Yeah. Or it's like, no, no, let's like keep this going. Let's like work through this together. Um, so it kind of sounds like it. De- it's dependent on the person and also the situation. Yeah, because I mean, if this person treated you how you would never treat them Mm, mm -hmm. definitely not reaching out (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm good. <laughs> I'll pass. I'll pass on that. Well, and that's, and I think that that's like owning your value as a human being and like not chasing yeah. and just being like, I know I deserve to be treated better than this by, you know, relationship or friendship, just being able to recognize that and to be able to like own your worth and removing yourself from situations that really aren't serving you in any way and are actually maybe even like tearing you down personally. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was like, this has definitely been something that I've battled with personally as like just standing up. Like I'm also one, like I'm pretty like chill. I like, but then I think we both have this like, it's like a certain moment where we just like pop off and we're just like, oh, it's like, you want to fuck with me? Like it becomes this more feisty kind of response versus one that's thoughtful. So I've been trying to lean into balancing that feisty, like little spitfire side of me with like thoughtful communication because like, <laughs> let's bridge that gap because I want to say how I feel. I don't want to hold on to it. I don't want to keep that story looping within my mind. I want to move past it, but then also I want to do so where I'm not like spitting flames from my mouth as a dragon that I can be sometimes. And so like, I think that there is that balance in between. Do you feel like you've found that or is that something you're still trying to create? Um, I feel like I can go into both modes. I have been told I was rude multiple mm. times by like my mom, my boyfriend, really? like, and it's not that I'm like, bitch, but it's like, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, no, I'm joking. <laughs> but it's, like, it's like how I, <laughs> how I like come off or like even like my facial expressions. Like I've been told that like, I don't see how I look, but, like, they're, like, nasty looks. (laughs) You do it sometimes. But maybe I just love you too much. Also, this is my niece, so I've literally known her her whole life, and she will always be this cute little five-year-old in my head. But I just think you're funny. But maybe I also kind of like (laughs) spicy personalities. I do. I tend to lean towards those people in my life. So I I think it's funny, but not everyone finds the humor in it. And it's not that, like, it's intentional. Like, it really is just, like, a natural thing that I do. (laughs) That's really how I feel is just coming out. But, um, I don't know. I just feel like that will be the time that, like, you know that, like, I don't, I didn't like what you said. Or, like, mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. reflect that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't like that shit. Well, but then I think that that's, like, almost, like, when you that happens, it's like, well, that's how I feel. And so, like, yeah. I'm sorry if that offended you, but, like, what you just did offended me. And yeah. so it's like, this is, this is an exchange. Like this is, it's just a two way, like this is coming up for both of us. So then it's like, so then do you talk about it in that moment? Or like, then how do you move forward? I feel like in those situations, I will, I'm more like open easily to talk about it than like in my like little sad girl moment where like, I just like get closed off. Like mm-hmm. I can be more open and talk about it more when like that just happened where like okay now I'm in the hot seat Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so yeah and then it's like it feels more comfortable or are you just more willing or like what do you think I think think it's like yeah I think more willing because it's like (laughs) the blood's already boiling (laughs) (laughs) well and then that's like coming from more of a place from anger versus from this like sadness or like almost like in your feelings like it's hard to communicate when you're in your feelings I think for anyone yeah and so because it's like it's painful right like it is actually painful so so when there's a little spite when there's a little bit of spit fire coming through then it's might you might be more inclined to be able to like have the conversation in that moment do you feel like you're able to articulate your feelings in a considerate way in those moments or is that difficult um yeah, because I'm never, I'm never going to be, like, the type to, like, call you out your name or, like, mm-hmm. say something that I regret later on. Like, I still know what I want to say and, mm-hmm. like, I'm, like, clear-minded in those situations. And I, yeah. it was just weird because, like, I can thoughtfully and still be clear about what I want to say in that type of situation yeah. more than like when you like just hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think, where, what do you think the difference is? 
I don't know. I think it's like mm-hmm. a certain spot that is just like hit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't. Maybe it's the Pisces in me. I don't know. Like, <laughs> just there is a certain area where it's like if you just made me sad or I was already sad and you just like mm-hmm. made it worse. Yeah. You're just gonna be like, yeah, I'm, going. <laughs> I'm going into my hiding place and I'm not speaking for a little while. Yeah. And I think that that's like, sometimes that's what you need, right? Like, I feel like sometimes I do just need to like, Kyle used to say it was me going into my shell, but I would literally just like remove, I'd just like get quiet and like, I just need to like tend to my wounds, if you will, like almost like nur- nurture myself. But then do you feel like after you give yourself that time, are you able to like kind of um, approach the conversation or like be able to talk through it afterwards? Yeah, it will be like a little later on. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually read something and it was on Instagram and it was like after you and your maybe like significant other just got in a fight um, to like give yourself, I think it was like, minimum of like 30 minutes and like Mm -hmm. you have to go do something like you have to like go work out or maybe go for a walk or whatever to then um it's like that certain amount of time to like process what just happened yeah so then you Mm -hmm. can like come back and like have a conversation about it without like just being grabbing it from like your feelings yeah well and to be able to like almost like not intellectualize, but almost analyze what's occurred so that you're able to say like, this is what, like, this is my response and this is the reason why it stemmed from. And it's really, you know, I was, we were talking about this before. It's like that nonviolent communication to be able to say like, I want to share with you how I feel, but I also, and I want to be specific about what that means to me and like what occurred and how it made me feel. And I think the intention behind that is to, you know, share and to be vulnerable and I think when the intentions that that it's a little bit more of um productive conversation but I do love the part of you bringing up the the movement because so much of that's within somatic healing like sometimes we need to be able to like get the emotions through like to move that energy pass it through so Mm -hmm. that that's able to like kind of like dissipate and that we're able to leave leave with the lesson and kind of what the purpose is and like the root cause of what's really going on right yeah how do you feel like those conversations or have you done that yet have you been able to be like something bothered me and then like go like go for a walk or like leave and then come back (laughs) yeah um i feel like it was like kind of recent actually um there was something that like was brought up or like a little Mm it's a conflict um mid walk or like mm-hmm. we were going for a walk or like finishing our walk and then after that amount of time where okay I'm like not talking but I'm walking like it's kind of just like mm-hmm. getting through um so then once we did get back home then I was able to be like I didn't like so and so or didn't like Mm-hmm. what just happened yeah and do you are you grateful after those conversations like do you feel like those are important to have like there's like a lot of studies by like Jay Shetty about like learning how to fight you know and like being able to be respectful to be able to articulate your feelings but to handle those things as they appear is actually the s- signal and the sign of a long-term sustainable relationship yeah, I feel like they're important just because it's, like, important, not important just for the sake of the relationship, but, like, to your own, like, to yeah. your own heart to know that you are heard yeah. and that what you maybe wasn't just, like, what they said, but, like, how they said it or, like, the energy that came with it, that, like, that, like, hits a part of you. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, yeah, and I think that goes along with, like, the, like, being able to, like, write a note, just Mm -hmm. because, I don't know, it's something about, like, thinking about it, and it's not coming out of your mouth that, like, expresses more, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, it's important. 
Yeah. Well, and you're such an artistic person as well. Do you feel like you kind of create from that space? Has that ever been motivation or inspiration for you to be able to release anything that you're experiencing personally? For me, I don't feel like so. I feel like it kind of just, like it makes me lose, mm -hmm. lose that like, um, that wanting to even do anything for me. Mm -hmm. But like there is artists or even like musicians out there that can create from like a heartbreak, like. Yeah. musicians who actually make like love songs and everything yeah. or like all that um yeah for me i don't know it and maybe i just don't realize it mm. but i feel like i'm not motivated whatsoever when i'm like sad i know me neither that's why i was just curious <laughs> i was like because you are very creative so i was like do you ever let that be the piece of inspiration i feel like it's more of like i want to share a piece of me but from a place of love versus pain. And I feel like that's more of what inspires anything that I create. But I was just curious what your thoughts were. So thanks so much for kind of sharing all of this. And I think this is like really insightful and just like good things to like bring up. Because I think a lot of people are in the same boat of like conflict. How do you approach it? When is the right time to talk about it? How do you bring it up to someone that you love? And like, how do you use it as a tool to be able to grow closer to someone versus further apart? And, um, you know, and we were kind of talking through all this, but I think there's like three things that we both can agree on that really stand out and like how to be able to aid you in having these conversations in a more thoughtful and an intentional way. And so what would be probably the number one thing for you, excuse me, um, that would be important to like, before you go into one of these conversations, what to consider? Taking that time that like you need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. of, like doing something that has nothing to do with even maybe being around this person, taking yeah. some time like to you or for yourself to really like gather what just happened so you can analyze what needs to like happen next. Yeah, um, to really like reflect on how you feel about it and like what you want to share or how what is important for you to be able to communicate to them from it. Like um, what's that nugget of truth that is really probably the root cause of what the conflict is in the first place. Yeah, and like almost like. I'm a big believer in like pausing and like taking a few minutes to like breathe or just like reflect. And I think that's like, even in the moment I try to do that because I want to know that I'm coming from like, what's my intention? Where am I coming from? Am I responding from a place of hurt in in order to hurt or, or retaliate? Or am I coming from a place of like, no, no, like I am hurt or I am sad, but like, I want to share this with this person because I want, I need to stand up for myself. And also I want them to be able to hear me out, um, and share what's coming up. So I think, and so I think intention is like the number one thing, at least, or second thing for me is like, what's the intention? Where are you coming from? And what are you trying to share? And like, are you just trying to get back at someone or are you trying to create a stronger bond with that person? And I think recognizing, I learned about the drama triangle like years ago through yoga teacher training. And it's always been something that stuck with me because I recognize that I tend, so there's three roles within the drama triangle. You're either the victim, the, the hero, or the villain. And usually you pair up with people that are not the same as you. And then you guys end up going in. So like, I would say in relationships in the past, like I was, I would lean into the victim or the hero and then the other person then almost like automatically led them to be the villain. And then that was what they felt more comfortable with. And so I think everyone has like something that they've probably been doing since their youth. And like, that's kind of naturally what role they fall into, but to be able to identify what that means for you and to take a step back to like be more neutral in your approach so that you're not feeding in to more chaos, more like of the upheaval versus like soothing a situation. So like, I know like, I want to fix it all. Then I go to hero and then I'm like, Oh, I want to fix it. I'll do anything to make this work. I'll make it all better. Like, no, no, no. Like you don't have to worry about anything. You don't need to change because like, I'll make it all. Okay. 
And that doesn't help the other person too, because it also shows them that you don't trust them and that they can't do it on their own. And so it creates like that codependency relationship. Anyway, so it's like one of those things I really started noticing. And I feel like since then I'm able to just like ease out a little bit to like take that 30,000 foot view. And so that when I do move in, it's like I'm coming from a neutral place because I want to like resolve this. But also, what would you say the last thing is? is that it might be okay not to fully resolve. Yeah. I think, like, the whole agree to not this, or... Agree to disagree? Yeah. Because, yeah. um, I mean, you're not going to always, like, be mutual and everything. Yeah. And so, and that's fine. Like, that's totally okay. Well, and, like, the other person might still have differing opinions, but that isn't the end of the world. Yeah. It's kind of like it is what it is and like if you still respect one another no matter what then that's like how you can like conclude something too yeah do you feel like you really move on from something if it never gets like there's not that settling point or the compromise i guess yeah i think mm -hmm. I, that's all i really have <laughs> unless yeah. it was like i'm sorry here's some flowers type of like yeah. situation but I mean, because never, no one's ever gonna truly like feel the same way as you do about something, mm -hmm. and so I may still be heard about it, or like, um, it might still be on my mind some days. But I mean, I'm not gonna like look at you differently. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just funny, but um, I think that you bring up a good point. So it's like. I'm not gonna. I'm not holding on to this to where like we can't be good. Yeah. But at the same time, like there is. I think you know. I think having uh, finding compromising, agreeing to disagree is important because like I can talk to Blue and Blue in the face about something and how I feel about it, but the other person still might not ever understand or like really get my perspective, and that's okay. Like it doesn't have to necessarily be like you have to identify but i think respect is really that baseline yeah that as long as you're working from that place on both sides then like whatever occurs is it is what it is awesome yeah. well thank you for having this conversation with me i'm so excited we we're able to have you on the pod i've been we've been trying to get this going for a little while so i'm just happy that we we're able to have the conversation and where can people find you? How do you want how do you want people to connect with you if they were interested in doing so? Um, my only social media is Instagram and it's gonna be my name Kaylani Moore. So K-L-O-N-I-M-O-O-R-E. Mm -hmm. All one word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Catch her on the gram. She's stunning if you haven't seen her already. But also creative and just fashionable, and there's so much that I think a perspective that you share within your social media that I always like appreciate and it just makes me smile. So thanks for shining bright in all that you do. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, um, and as always, I am also on the gram at Ferrachino, F-E-R-R-A-H-C-H-I-N-O. And I'm sharing my journey, my stories, my experience within this life and some little nuggets of wisdom that I'm gathering along the way and hopefully being able to share them with all of you guys so that you're able to connect, we're able to resonate and we're able to evolve as a community and through a more conscious awareness of all that we do within our lives. So we'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening. I love you already. Bye.